Will be for real. Can I say something about Jocelyn just fast? She panics me. She gives me a real fright, like to the point where, like, I don't want any part of that energy. I see the clips. It makes and that makes me feel like I want to die, like a sadness. It makes me feel like I'm die. Like when the plane drops a little bit, and you're like, oh my god, this is it. Like she fucking scares me for real. And I'm not scared of many grown women. She's a scorpion. Okay, that's the. Before you get into it, Lauren, because you have more more knowledge on the topic than I am, let me just say as what what I saw on the tick of the t- talks, <laughs> them bitches being mean to Miss Natural on that goddamn show, and I don't fucking like it. And I saw a little bit what you was talking about. I don't like it. That my sister stormed out of that fucking set, and that big big grown man was um was yelling at her, and Lunell was talking shit, and I don't fucking like it because Miss Natural didn't do nothing to nobody. She's been like for years. And that part, why is Lunel? You know what my thing was. First of all, I felt like they was bringing Lunel on. It was like, oh, okay, she's a comic, so it'll be funny, even though she did nothing funny. And they were like, okay, and that pains me to say about Lunel, but bitch, you were not funny. You were just mean. And um, they also you bring that her- auntie energy, like that auntie who thinks she know every goddamn thing just because she yeah, auntie. it was nasty. Like my least favorite thing about the whole Lunel being on set was one sentence when she sat there and was like, oh y'all calling yourselves ladies now but y'all was bitches and whores and prostitutes like this is a show about strippers what you guys will not do is hire sex workers to shame them and lunel miss sweet bitch do not think somebody auntie can get their ass whooped and that's just what it is miss that's me- like the whole you want jocelyn's show jocelyn is, is nobody's queen either she's the most chaotic person everything's just like Stevie almost sent her back to the club. Please don't get beside. I would her. like to. I would like to speak up for like chaos, though. Just I, chaos. I understand mm-hmm. that is a possession. That's okay? dark energy. Now, now I'm chaotic. I know chaos. So, <laughs> so now you're chaotic. So now, right. you're now, now that nobody's around, I'm chaotic because you're chaotic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Fingers being pointed on the podcast. Right. Well, that's not chaos. That is what the church will call a demon. That's okay? a spirit. You don't even know how bad that demon is. It all started with a girl um, who rolled with her from season one into season two to be humiliated this way. Um, her baby daddy had died like right before the reunion. So Jocelyn calls all the girls before they even start taping. And Zeus is so fucking ghetto. 30 minutes of the first episode was them walking around backstage beefing. Like there's no, it's completely how bad these ATLs put together. It's very sloppy. But um, Jocelyn turns to that girl who was right up for her and was like, you shouldn't even be here. Your baby daddy did. Which was not nice. So from there, Miss Natural and Big Lex were like, look, we've taken a lot of shit from Jocelyn. 
but we're not going to continue to be, you know, it's like everybody want to be pro-ho and pro-sex work until it's a bitch you don't like. And that's right, now you are. The bitches you don't like get to be hoes too. They do. It's well, and that's true. Cause if I don't like a bitch, she's gonna be a hoe. And, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm part of the problem. I'm a dirty hoe, but if other people try to like be like that, we gonna finger her because she a hoe. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. When I say hoe, I mean bitch I don't like. If I call you a hoe and I don't like you, I'm really calling you a hoe like how niggas say it. Yeah. Like like you a hoe ass nigga. Like that's, that's how I mean, niggas say it in the worst way too, though. But some now there are whole sure parameters. Say it to each other. Okay, no, okay. She was sucking okay. behind a dumpster at a venue I was at. That was some hoe shit. And you did that shit for free. That's that for me, hoe shit. Is, yeah. You, you, you pleased a nigga and got nothing, not no money, not no increase. You just nothing. made a man come. Like you fucking seven, eight niggas from one chapter and none of them fine. Come on. Like, what? What are, what you, are we what doing? What's I'm the trying way? to imagine that type of shame. That's shameful. But you know, okay, like, bitch, is, people gonna call you a bitch, they gonna call you a hoe. What's the one word, if you hear it, it'll be like, okay, I'm gonna fuck this bitch up, because she was creative with it. It's certain, it's certain things, and now that I'm not friends with these people anymore, I can say <laughs> it. It's certain situations where, like, I will take the shit, but I won't take it from you. Mm-hmm. And I got called a whore by a whore. And you know what? You won't sit in this restaurant and call me. And it got very loving hip hop style. I got my check. I paid my <laughs> bill. I said, "Girl, fuck you." And I got my bag. I'm not. I, it's certain shit. I'm not taking certain. People. I was there when you sucked the dick in the middle of goddamn Edgewood, bitch. So don't you dare call me a whore. I pulled, call me no I pulled your hair back into that top knot. Had you looking like a samurai. <laughs> call me a whore over these goddamn sugar grits and you bet because you paid your tab that would have been her tab that would have been her whore ass tab you need to figure oh, out oh no because my toxic trait is that once you set me off i either have to beat your ass or end the day better than you so mm-hmm. me paying my tab was like okay bitch i'm still i still got some decorum because i really want to hit you in the face do you know what that reminds me of? And I know y'all probably don't remember this episode, but it was an episode of Love and Hip Hop, one of my favorites, uh, Hollywood, LA, when Brooke Valentine and Hazel E sat down to eat. And um, Hazel E turned to Brooke Valentine and called her Brooke Valentine. And Brooke was getting up to leave. And Hazel was like, it's fine. She was never going to be able to pay her tab. Um, and that scene, Hazel E doesn't have too many good moments, pop, pop, my butt being her best. But um, she's hilarious. That mulatto is she a mulatto? I'm sure she is from the mountains. Girl, I don't know. She be calling people dark butts. Um, dark butt is so racist because that it's, is just you didn't even curse. It's all about the black even curse, and it still is like really bitch. Like I think dark butt, I might have to try to kill you. If you call me like a, a, a like some variation of dark, I dark, I've never been called a dark. Because you know what what hurts about dark butt? If you spread these cheek it. It is dark. It's dark. Okay, so I don't have it real bad, but I remember, and I don't, I'm not gonna say her name. But there was this girl in gym. We had shorts on, obviously. She had the blackest ass <laughs> and the brownest legs. And no, I, now my ass is the same color as the rest of my body, but like in between, so when you get to the starfish part, it's black. It you is. Remember when um, Bria Backwood? We might have to bleep that part out. Um, showed us her black ass booty hole and told us it was because of her period. <laughs> It's not a I, there's no part of this yeah! i was like why is your period coming out your booty and why are we seeing it oh we lost tally oh there we go she's back it was i'm here can y'all still hear me yeah 
she was selling it on OnlyFans, child, and people have feedback. Like, listen, if I saw the OnlyFans, don't y'all bitch asses give me no feedback. I did not come here for review. I came here for payment. Y'all need to shut the fuck now, up. Now, what I do I'm remember like is it. when Lawrence Fishburne's daughter decided that she was going to be the next Kim K and started doing porn. And all anyone had, to, at the time, I was not actually seeking the porn because I was like 16, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. But they said her booty had a bunch of like marks on it. It was giving chocolate. Booty. She had a cookie booty. I remember I saw the videos and I would say she should have leaned into that angle like the spotted ass. She could have done a leopard shoot. She could have been an oatmeal raisin, chocolate chip. A banana. You know, there was a, a banana. There was a lot of creative direction she could have went with. Like if y'all don't think I'm gonna use my stretch marks to be different things, like if I'm gonna crumple up a newspaper and maybe like use the wrinkles of my stretch mark to- Like, you know, you had a school project and you had to do like a letter from the Civil War. So you put the coffee and put the paper in the oven and all the things. That's what I'm giving. I was gonna try to get a day a job at the day shift at Blaze, but I was like, are they gonna get tired of me wearing um midsection covers or a full body suit? <laughs> <laughs> I wanna make some money, but- and I was asking somebody about it. She was like, girl, they got a bitch in there. She just had her baby and she still get to a bag. So I was like, you know what? Go for it, friend. You can wear like the little pants, the sheer pants at the Fashion Nova. Baby. I want you guys to know I bought sheer pants. I have not worn them. I guess they're going to drop next summer. I don't care if it's tacky next summer. You bitches can suck my dick. I was not thick enough for them this year. When I put them on, I was <laughs> disappointed. They were empty in the back and they're see-through. So there's no mistaking. Ain't no ass in here. We so with your pants, where are we going? And that was and that was my question at the register. But I was like, all the bad bitches have them. <laughs> <laughs> your pants are sitting in this fucking drawer with that 1999 tag I got from motherfucking Greenbrier, by the way. And they won't take them back. Oh, they're not gonna. You're not getting your money back. You better find yourself. If you would have worn black in the live I would have worn them black ass pants. So you're just going to be like raw coochie up under it? Is it going to give... I told Jay he get his... Uh, he keep fucking up fucking his up. pants. You want to see your mama walk down the middle school with her ass out and humble you before your peers? Or you want to pick your damn grades up? What's it going to be, son? That's some funny shit. That's a good way. I'm sure he was like, mother, if you show up to this school in them sex offender pants, <laughs> I'm going to off myself. <laughs> Because I want you to know that as a kid, I got, I got, bu- not bullied, but people said some off the wall shit to me. And I'm talking about your parents, because obviously you have like the pecking order here to where like people are cool with you fucking with me. But I saw your mama in them see-through pants. So let's get into it at lunch. Since you want to talk about me, let's talk about your mom and her saran wrap pants. Your okay. mama had her ass out, wasn't no ass in the pit. Like, I'm not gonna do that to <laughs> Cause it's one <laughs> it's one thing if niggas like, oh your mama fine, but it's like your mama tried to be fine, but wasn't. <laughs> yeah, don't don't have your mom. You know what's crazy though? Like, would y'all rather be the fine mom flop or would y'all rather like your your mom as a grandmother is like Bernie shitting on you? What's the question? Well, like- at least if my mom is outdoing me, it's going to take a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I grew up with a mom outdoing me. So <laughs> I'm just like, my mom is Bernice. I, I, my mom outdid me up until recently. So yeah. wait till she hears you say that. She's like, what does she mean up until? Up until recently. <laughs> <laughs> my mom outdid me. So I'm just going to continue to outdo because that's the family tradition. Her mother outdid her. Her mother before her had some shit going on with a white man, so I don't know if she was outdoing anybody. 
But <laughs> the only slave ancestors putting together Met Gala tattered garments. Like you gonna get this waist. I wonder if you know what were their bad bitch slaves? Absolutely. Yeah. Think about it. Like I want to know, but what made a bad bitch back then? Was it the mixed ones? No, how fast you run. Shut Lauren. Because <laughs> if you run fast, you're not gonna be on the plantation to be the bad bitch. So like how do you become like I want to see like I know we talked the slave shows, but I want to see a lighter hearted one. Yes. How did the slaves interact with each other? Like I want to know what was the slave miss? Because yeah, I know that like do, do north on insecure, like some shit like that for real. Like I want to laugh. Because I know in my heart I'm not attracted to white men, and I'm so sorry. Like if y'all were my slave friends, I would come back outside. Like look, master is looking at me. We have got to figure. Something I cannot out. do this. Get <laughs> <laughs> master. Because yeah, it's it great regardless. I'll be like, girl, we're going to have to run away. What we going to do? You know, bitches be messy, though. Can you imagine, like, in a slave world where it's like, you know what? I ain't like how that bitch was talking to me in the field. Definitely got your husband shipped off to another plantation. Now what, bitch? Now what? Now I ripped your family apart. Y'all, we should write this show. It's going to be awful. Did you see we how Kara May Ann was putting that fucking cotton in? Like, bitch, you thought you ate that? Like, the like, fuck? You, like, you ate that got me dead. <laughs> This bitch only fucking picked like two bales of cotton. Like the fuck she think this is? It's summer. Like, can I get a break? Like, bitch, you on break? That would be so. Good. Lord, anyway, we should do roots, but it'll be with a Z. Our bitch has only got five chilling. Like, right. this sounds very like Real Housewives of the Plantation, and I'm not. Mammy pity. I ain't seen no children survive off them. Hey, look. Hey, you saw head mistress. You saw her titty. <laughs> This my best free up fucking uh, infill, dumbass. <laughs> I think I would be the slave getting in trouble because I would say that the white kids was ugly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> listen, young master Junior was sucking on my titty early. That's an ugly baby. I mean, I, I know. I couldn't give this hundred percent chocolate milk to a purebred white baby. Now that's crazy. That's some, I would love to see a more lighthearted slave show. Everybody mm-hmm. just trying to get free. What if they were just content? You know, like, what yeah. if they were just vibing? Oh, my God, slaves, they were like, I'm not about to walk. I mean, I, this shit suck. Oh, my God, they can have confessionals. Like, this shit really is trash, but I am not about... You know how far north is, nigga? They don't even have a destination. It's just you a can, walk up. You can just see somebody, like, getting into it with Harriet. Like, you know what, Harriet? Get the fuck out of here. You keep coming back here. <laughs> I said no. Harriet, bitch, Harriet, this, Harriet, that, Harriet, Harriet, Harriet. Fuck Harriet. Tell Harriet to skip my room next time. I get three hot meals at Master House. And she always puts up the Negro spiritual. She always want to say some shit about leaving, bitch. We don't want no clues. We staying here. Harriet keep coming in here waking me up every two months, bitch. I said no. <laughs> my family been in this plantation for 10 years. Can you imagine Harriet waking you up at 2 a.m. when your shift started at 3? Like, bitch. Imagine Harriet being your roommate. Like, bitch, come on, bro. Always, and then she wake up loud. <laughs> She don't ever want to put her boots on quietly. How are y'all getting away? This bitch so noisy. <laughs> Somebody sound the alarm. Nicki Minaj would have to be in it. I'm sorry. I know y'all don't want her in it. But no, she, she can't be freedom. in freedom. She, she got to be in it. She cannot be in it. Nicki Minaj is going to be Harriet Tubman. No, she's not. Please. <laughs> you cannot put Nicki Minaj in everything that we know. Y'all, fuck y'all, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it'll be good. It'll be so good. We'll have the oh, you know, DC Young Fly gonna be a slave for some reason. He gonna be there. Be no, there. I want Drake to be in it because he's gonna be in the house. Let's get Drake in it. And you know he'll be eager to do it because nobody ever asked him to do any black uh films. 
he gonna be like, y'all want me? I'll do whatever y'all need. You saw him put on that blackface so excited. He's like, I can't wait. And the only reason he did blackface so he could be like, no, it's cool, I'm black. Like, nigga, take this shit off. You're embarrassing us. They're so stupid. Your white mama put you in this shit. (laughs) Black daddy don't even know. Stop. Okay? Stop it. (laughs) Dang, who else I want to see? I feel like Lil Rail should be one of the slaves. Oh, absolutely. And he's got to try to run away and he walk back. Can you imagine nigga walking back like, yo. Oh, I'm tired now. You know, you got that. We were sprinting the whole way. Niggas want to sprint. I thought we was going to start out slow and then pick up speed. Like, y'all go ahead. I'll find my own way. Y'all go ahead. I'll catch up. Even if it's not about all the if it's about the slaves that just settled at the top of Tennessee, like I can't do no better than this. Like this is what's really far. This is gonna have to do. This is is this not north? This north enough? Oh yeah, Virginia. I'll take it. Okay, call it, sure. call it New York. Fuck it, it's fine. Y'all are so fucking funny. That's a show that could get us all canceled, but it would be hilarious. You can't get canceled if you're not on. So let's do it. Like yeah. Doja Cat said, y'all can't cancel me because I'm black, niggers. <laughs> Too bad. So let's get into what we're going to talk about. So our live show, Niggers Came. Shout out we to y'all. We competed against Kanye and we still did pretty damn well. We so- Now, I know y'all look at the videos like, this shit ain't sold out. Them hoes is lying. We sold out. We, we did. Out. A lot of people just didn't show up. That's none of my business, but they bought and got them tickets. They we bought got all the money. And honestly, for those of you that chose to see Kanye sneak around in a cloak, Instead of coming to going to hell, by the way, yeah, because I don't know what he was doing, but it looked very of the devil. And y'all getting drug up like fucking SpongeBob into the ceiling. And not to get on my soapbox, but I want to just talk to the fucking city of Atlanta really fast about how y'all chapped ass with the fucking Democrats about how you couldn't put homeless people in the fucking dome, but now you got Kanye walking around fucking the Hank. But you couldn't have no cops in there for the homeless people. But he gets to live under the fucking bleachers. Suck my ass. And Suck also- my ass. Okay. <laughs> Suck it. I'm mad. Are we gonna let Kanye perform this album? When are we gonna say you have well, to do it done. other than Atlanta? Other people need traffic, Kanye. Other He's people need traffic. He's gonna keep performing it. He's just gonna keep performing it. He's just gonna keep performing it. Have you not realized? First of all, I don't know who I'm more worried about, Kanye or Nick Cannon. Something's criminal about both of these things. I don't know which crime is gonna happen first. I don't know if they're intertwined. Something about all these biracials and all this secrecy. There are cloaks, there are turbans. I don't yeah. understand what's going on. I feel yeah. like it's connected. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like it. They're trying to start a mulatto army. They're mm-hmm. using their accessories and their turbans and cloaks, like you said. They're trying to shield. The brains is mind control. And the that's when white skins are going to kill us all. We have to do something, y'all. They are going to kill us. We got to stop these niggas. We got to, matter of fact, I vote we do what, something similar to what the Chinese did. Any nigga with more than four kids, let's say three, shoot them. I'm sorry, but they have to be stopped. Shoot the them. Children the, parents. the parents. Shoot that nigga. They they kill, kill the men, not the kids. If a nigga has three babies carried to term, I want him shot. And you know what? My dad's <laughs> safe biologically. So we're good. I mean, Some of y'all go with the parent, but you, if, if you had six- I'm already gone, but he good. Barely had him. Yeah. As far as I know. <laughs> I think it's- That's honestly my barometer of how good of a man my dad, like, I have not found any siblings on Facebook yet. So I'm I think be honest, we're doing great. 
I'm not getting no new siblings in my old age. I'm a Beyonce with it. I'm sorry, what? I know Solange. Leave me alone. Right, if I'm no longer the youngest, no, that's like my whole brand, no. Oh, my sometimes, sometimes girls just have my face. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. So sometimes I'll just be places and I'll be like, hmm, do you know your daddy? Yeah, because if anybody has a secret sibling tally, it's your dad, because he's fine. I'm just saying. Shut up. <laughs> There's episode of House, and these two people can't figure out why they keep getting each other sicker, and they find out that they are related, um, and they had fallen in love, and they had like a parent. They shared, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really like House. I'm gonna actually go do a rewatch of that, but um, yes. I'm screaming. And do you know what that was giving? Um, the dude from Fat Albert, and you guys, I've seen it. What? I know. With Omarion and the cartoon. Okay. And Omarion's hair was fuzzy the whole time. I'm sorry, it was not giving, oh, that's what it's putting down. Are you talking about Marcus Houston's character who had no face? Yes, that's his name. Marcus Houston's character with no face. I reference that movie all the time because between him having no face or Baba Duba, anyway okay so yeah the live show is great people came it was great we drank we sang itty bitty but they wanted bottles sold amazing they wanted we haven't posted much about it because we haven't got the pictures back yet but when we will we'll post about it but the stack butts we all had our own sangrias and then the stack butt was when we mixed it all together we were on our ass. Like, it was honestly one point in the show, somebody was getting up to go to the bathroom every 45 seconds. No, seriously. We were like, look, bitch, we gotta, I gotta pee. We ain't got no more toilet paper. Y'all need to calm down. I dropped Hold on, the, the couch. Hold on, the dog is stuck in the couch, you guys. Hold on a second. If he don't get his big ass up. This is he got, a, his, this he got his paw stuck in between the couch. Quick touch of shit. There's some listeners now, like, her dog gets to touch the furniture. Like, some of them are very mean about their pets and what they can do. Now, I do believe in the, you're not going to be breathing where I'm cooking and eating. So, here's the thing about Jodeci is, uh, I learned, I don't know if I told y'all this, but when I was, uh, the last time, um, I left him here with Jodeci. Uh, he hated dog, but he just put up with it because of me. Um, and I thought Jodeci was just not going in the kitchen because it was a rule. Apparently, Jodeci was going in the kitchen when he thought nobody was home. So I guess because my boyfriend was in the bedroom, he just came out and Jodeci was in the kitchen licking the floor. Um, so that's my child. <laughs> oh, the bitch not home. But <laughs> I do appreciate your dog. Now his name is Jodeci, so we knew he was black. But the fact that he maneuvers like a black pet should, and he's just like, no, 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 no. The kitchen is not appropriate for me. Right, but he does it when I'm not home like an asshole. Well, like a small black child. Um, I am not going to make my son the joke of the week. I'm not going to publicly embarrass him. But I know that um, last year I was open with you guys about the fact that, not last year, year before that, he had been um, relieved as a bus rider. Basically, they were like, <laughs> you know what? You don't need to ride the bus anymore. Um, after several warnings, after, you know, what I would call good parenting and um, without beating him to, to, you know, a pulp, I did what I could. And on his Monday, his officially fourth day of school, as we headed out to the bus, the bus driver stopped, not at the stop, in front of the house, snatched open the doors and said, he doesn't listen. <laughs> My baby? First of all, 
my dad was sitting out there too. So he's looking at me like, you're a terrible parent. I'm pinching together some clothes. I have a, a fucking blunt in my hand. I'm like, my son? <laughs> <laughs> no, you did not have a blunt in your hand, Lauren. Please, the bus stop was down there. Then I was supposed to stop at my house. I was going to smoke with the baby. I was going to smoke once he got on the bus on the way back because I can't smoke in my house. I had a whole plan. <laughs> it was all good. Um, I talked. That to bus driver had to be so sick of his shit. Is so it a cool. lady driver? And did she have a short haircut? Because they all do. With a short haircut. And I asked Jay what happened. I was like, "What the fuck happened on the bus where she treated me like that in front of everybody?" <laughs> and um, because you know, kids like ooh ooh, like I will beep. Hey, this one thing that really still triggers me an adult. Do not fucking ooh me when I do something. Like I'm gonna get up. <laughs> I'm gonna wild out because my sisters got me whipped. But yeah, um, I asked him what happened. He was like, these two boys was on the bus about to bang. Again, middle school is cutthroat. He's in a sixth grade. It's already a lot. We're talking about, they went to school on Wednesday. They was fighting on Friday on the bus. Because I got some fucking problems with you from last year, bitch, and I didn't forget. And we had this pandemic summer, so your ass wasn't in the streets. And now that the government doesn't care about killing us, I'm beating your ass as soon as I see you. How about that? We don't think about it because we grown, but these kids do have, I'm sure they got some fourth grade beefs that he has now brought into the middle school. Because I was like, so why was you standing up and yelling? He was like, "Um, because Redacted needed to get knocked out. Cause he's always trying to act like he's gay, like he thinks it's funny. My gay friends don't even talk like that. Oh, king. what a king, sweet baby. Jay stands up for the gay so much at school. Everybody keeps calling him a homosexual, but it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. He gonna get bitches if he want them or okay. niggas. Y'all, or them. Let let's reset <laughs> the days. He gonna have the days. He gonna have the dates. How often do y'all be getting your money back from DoorDash? Um, I had to stop ordering DoorDash because all I was ordering was potato skins from Fridays. And I looked back at my order history and it was problematic. Uh, so I had to delete the app because even Fridays was like you again, like with like the orders. Um, it was, but it's also down the street. I'm sure that shit would come in like 20 minutes. Exactly. And that'd be the thing when you click, cause that little under 30 minutes eliminates 97% of the girls. Yeah. Absolutely. The only thing you're going to get. I got some goddamn answer today, y'all. My lamb. That shit was delicious. And the name of the restaurant is Caribbean Food Porn to Go. What? Egregious name for a restaurant I've ever seen in my life. But you know what? It is absolutely Caribbean Food Porn to Go. So it what is- made you be like, you know what? This is an upstanding name for a small business. I'm going to freak. Mel is a freak. And she tried to act like she wasn't a freak on the podcast live show in front of her sisters. Girl, I cannot believe you tried to act funny at that show. Let me tell you something. I have been lambasted by my family every day since. And I am the shook Avery of the family now. It has been a lot. It has been, I had to be like, y'all, this is getting bad. I didn't think it was going to get it. I had, to, I was dragged the entire dinner that we went to on Friday. I was dragged the entire ride home. And I was so glad that I had a weekend with my boyfriend to get away from it because I was just like, does I'm he, moving out. Does he know you're a closet dyke? A dyke in the closet? Dyke I in the closet. Dyke in the closet. I have. Now that is that is something I wasn't flexible. I really don't think I'm a lesbian. Every time I get an opportunity, like this is your lesbian moment, it never comes. I'm just like, maybe I 
maybe I just like the porn like everyone else. I'm not the only one who liked the porn. But then I realized everybody watches the porn. So I was just like, okay. A male's lesbian moment story. I'm sure this is just, starts with hookah. (laughs) (laughs) No, like I went to the strip club with my boyfriend. There was coochie everywhere. Like my my coochie didn't do anything. What? Well, that's, that's, that's acrobatics. It did thump at not once no we we're in detroit it wasn't like no the bitch wasn't really doing no problem. i feel like detroit strippers is shooting dice like <laughs> like on stage just snake eyes bitch and then they play, like what <laughs> the fuck is this why do you is <laughs> dancing it was some very pretty girls i made sure to tip the girl who was shaped like me but i was just like coochie you just like y'all ready and i was just like really sis you i thought we was gonna be excited and then like or even like moments like I, I don't know. It's just like I've been on cabin trips and I had to like dare to kiss a girl. I'm just like, okay, that was okay, that was cool. But I wasn't like, yeah, yeah, shave side of my head now. It's lit. Like, I'm yeah, screaming and shaving the side of your head. Also, I think Detroit's best stripper was probably Tally, and she worked down here. I danced in Alabama. <laughs> exactly. <Brother. No. laughs> yeah, I was just like, you know, I really don't think I'm actually lesbian i think that and i thought i was for like a good 24 years of my life i really don't think i am and that's really unfortunate because i was like preparing like okay so i'm just gonna be a lesbian not a lesbian at least about because i've always loved things but i just i don't think that's the case i really don't think i am okay girl we'll figure it out maybe like watching being women being actually pleased i think that's what it is i think that's what it is and then like and like even in that like yeah ooh. but as soon as i'm done it's just like like i see a woman in the street i don't have any like girl crushes like yeah i really like this girl like i've never felt that way like, even when I, like, it'd be gross and, like, think people that I know, it's like, yeah. But, like, in real life, I'm just be like, oh, hey, girl. You know? So, I re- I really have to do some soul searching. Because, like, because then y'all make fun of me. I'm like, maybe I am. Then I ask myself, like, self, so what's going on? You would know. You talk to me, self. And I'd be like, you know, self, I really don't think that's what's going on. I'm like, really? And not even me, like, it's not even, like, a denial thing. I really don't think that's my team. Maybe it's not. And now you're in love, so you can't even see it. You only have eyes for Bay. But when I first saw Jessica Rabbit, I thought I peed on myself. So I'm just going to leave that out there. My, my, my first like gay thought actually came from the vocals from the Proud Family theme song. I was like, these, wrong with Tally. I was like, these bitches is singing the fuck out of this song. I was like, like, this sounds great. I want to have sex with whoever's singing this. You know what though? It's not that weird because as a kid, you're attracted to weird stuff because all my first crushes, for the most part, except Disco Rabbit, were animals. Like Lola Bunny. Really <clears throat> and she's what not. cartoon niggas used to be so fine, though. Scar. Jafar. Hercules. 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 Hercules, Prince Eric, um, the Road to El Dorado, Miguel yes. from Road yes. to El Dorado. That nigga was so yes. fine. Yes, that nigga was. That's how people end up watching hentai. Because you'd be watching these cartoon characters like, hold on, this nigga. Like, when they were doing the little hood nigga redrawings of Aladdin, I was like, I sit on it. Okay. So, about our jokes of the week. <laughs> we're going to move on. We have. Show me why you. Now, if a nigga take you on a magic carpet, Jasmine. I'm the magic carpet. Well, not now. Jasmine. And a- we're going to fly around the city on the floor. <laughs> it's not that floor. On the floor of the skies of all of the objects that you could have animated, it was your rug. Okay, nothing um, about it though. Like, you comfortable? Like, imagine you know how much fun you have sitting on the floor eating and yeah. then, like, I just flying around Atlanta on the carpet. 
you passing by the varsity, you passing by the stadium, you passing by like Onyx, like you having a good time. You pass, you going down Metropolitan on the carpet. Like that's a good day. If I'm riding down Metropolitan on a carpet, that is an issue for a lot of different reasons. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, <laughs> no, thank you. If you're riding down Metropolitan on the carpet, girl. Anyway, uh, if if I had to be with like a cartoon dude and just put up with whatever he had going on, it would probably be Hercules, just because he's real strong and brolic like. And then also like you know, Hera had pretty dresses. Um, Meg, not Meg, not yeah. Hera, Meg. Um. They ain't got too much going on, though. Like, the hell for that bitch. And she, over, she had a whole other nigga. Like, it was a lot. I like to see niggas, like, being, like, beating people up. I do like that. I would definitely let um, Jafar do whatever. And I want to get into how he tried to boss this bitch Jasmine up. That tacky blue outfit, the whole show, he put her in that red bitch. <laughs> She's she never been better. I was like, see, he sees something in you. He's trying to elevate you. You so worried about fucking on this broke nigga. See, that's why I couldn't relate to that. Street rat? I don't get it. Well, I might have say a little bit of coochie phone. It was given. He was fine. I would have fucked him on a low. When he grew up, when he walked across that log and Simba was a man. <laughs> if you did not have sexual feelings about Simba, you're what we like to call on this podcast a fucking liar. Everybody had it for Simba. I didn't like Simba. I like Scar. He was dark skinned. Y'all think I want a yellow nigga that killed uh, daddy? He did now. Don't do that. He did kill his daddy. Your dad said, "Stay where the fucking light touches." Do you know how much stuff that is to give a child everything the light touches, and they still violate? My dog can't stay out of the kitchen when I'm gone. <laughs> Kids don't fucking listen, bro. He was a child. But you Scar got, set you got up. Scar is the ops. You got me trampled by these whatever animals these were. I don't even know what those are. Are those elk? What is that? What animal was that? Bison, antelope. I got trampled, and then you don't even go home and tell your mama. Your mama at the crib, she's like, where? Because Scar lied to him, because Scar is the problem. Scar's a finesser. Okay. Um, you guys. The animal you- trample, it will stamp, oh, a stampeding wildebeest. Wildebeest, that's what they were. That's what they were. Who called somebody a wildebeest? What show was that? One of them real love of housewives. Gotta be. I'm trying to remember. It stuck in my head. I just don't know what happened. Was it came Michelle? That sounds like a came Michelle. Oh, um, it, no, it's actually. I'm thinking of that Christian. Uh, whatever beast. What the fuck is that from? That is Alyssa Edwards from RuPaul's Drag Race. That is not the right thing I'm thinking of. But thank you for coming back to my mind. Okay, go with your joke, Talindria. Talindria is hilarious. Um, that is the second funniest name um modification that I've heard. Um. My joke of the week is that, um, so my mother came on Thursday for the show. Uh, I picked her up from the airport and she kept asking me all these probing questions about what we we're going to be talking about. And I was like, maybe we will be talking about booty holes. Maybe we will be talking about fucking who knows. And she's like, well, are you going to try to watch your mouth because I'm there? And I'm like, no, this is my job where I do things. So probably not. And so she decided not to come, which was cool. So it's just a lot of stuff that got turned upside down. So, hey, son. Go drink some goddamn water, child. Um, so anyway, she was supposed to come here originally. She's supposed to come here on Thursday, come to the show. Then we were supposed to drive to Mississippi to see my grandmother. 
my grandmother got into it with my mom. It was like, don't come here because of the coronavirus, whatever, fine. Which doesn't make any sense because she's living in a home with unvaccinated people and we weren't going to stay with her. We were going to stay in a hotel. Bring that vibe down here. Right. So she she told us um, not to come. And so my mom was like, I will just get a nice hotel room. You can stay with me. It'll be a staycation, which I all. Get the fuck out of here. Go Don't home, that, baby. Go home. Don't do him like that. Um, so what was supposed to be a cheap ass weekend in Mississippi spent drinking Coronas and eating fried fish turned into a ballers weekend here in Atlanta going to all these different restaurants and bars and shit and whatnot. So Sunday rolls around. I've exhausted all of my little discretionary funds because I plan my money very seriously. And we had just spent money on the show. So I'm like, I'm really like out of control right now. So Sunday comes around and this is the sentence I tell my mother. She was like, where do you want to go for brunch? I said, I really don't. If we could just get something normal because, and listen to me closely. I said, I don't have money for this right now okay so we meet my cousin at brunch everything's great the drinks are flowing i'm like you know what we went and did it anyway even though i said i didn't want to it's fine whatever this is her last day here what the fuck does it matter right Mm -hmm. so the bill comes i'm about to go to the bathroom i was about no i was gonna pay my part of the bill the bill comes i take my card out i'm about to put it down i put my card down Mama, in front of my cousin, mind you, that side of my family is messy. In front of my cousin, she moves my car to the other side of the table and goes, you know, Jasmine don't have no money. And so I said, and I I said, what is wrong with you? I said, what is your problem? And she's like, what are you talking about? I said, I would never do that to you. I said, and I have never done that to you since we talking about doing dumb shit. I've never done anything like this to you. Why would you do that? She was like, this is our family. I said, they, we are messy as a unit. You know, as soon as I leave from this table, it's going in somebody's group chat. Why would you do this to me? I said, for the record, I told you I didn't have money to spend on this because I've been spending money on shit that matters. I said, that was rude. And so I stormed off. I left. I went to the bathroom. So I come back. She's decided now I'm wrong because I flipped out on her at the table. So she's crying. And she's like, next time you decide you want to chastise me and, you know, crying. She's like, next time you want to chastise me, make sure you do it in private. And I know she'll do something like that. And that'll be when I'll apologize to death issue. A lot of the times, if I'm apologizing to one of my parents, it's because I don't want to talk about it anymore. Not because I think that you're right. But here, I dug my heels in. I said, I really, all of this that you're doing, it was wrong. It was rude. I would have never done that to you. And you don't respect me. You don't. So they were like, well, we're going to the dealership because I didn't want to buy a new car. They were like, we're going up to. Well, huh? Yeah. She's like, we're going up to the Benz dealership. Do you want to go? I was like, no, because I don't have no money. no i don't want to go to the dealership i'm going back to the hotel room i'll see y'all when we again go spend money that i don't want to spend since i don't have no money wherever we go next is on y'all i'm just assuming that that's what we're doing since we said jasmine don't have no money matter of fact it's me for today so my mom gets to the hotel i'm still not speaking to her we're on our way to the next bar or whatever i'm not speaking to her she didn't apologize to me until she got drunk 
and was tired of me not talking to her because she was trying to like dance in front of me and like, oh my goodness, like trying to have a good time with me. I don't have it for you. Mm-hmm. And I think what is, it's not even really like a funny joke of the week. It's just like the older your parents get, the more you realize they never really had any sense. They just had to keep you or decided that they had to keep you. Cause it's like, there's no way that made sense in your mind. And so it's just like, the older I get, I'm becoming my parents' parent. And it's just like, you, I just, I just don't, I just don't get it. I was so flabbergasted. She had never said anything that ignorant in front of people before. And I was just like, hmm, now I'm never going anywhere with you. Until I'm a millionaire, I'm not going anywhere else with you. Yo, listen, my restaurant that I've paid for everything in this bitch, now we not eating. Are you, are, is your mama from Mississippi? Is her people? My mother is from Grenada, Mississippi, yes. My mother's from Jackson. It's a peculiar breed of messy in Mississippi that people don't understand. Mm-hmm. Country, Southern, nice, nasty. And you know where it started from? That goddamn plantation reality show. Uh, that's that right. Our show, back. it was the old lady gang, three old slaves, you know what I'm saying? And they was just shooting a dozen, talking shit. And the slave no. equivalent to a BBL was <laughs> a meal. I mean, they was going to eat regardless. They was, you know, not really. Like, some days it was light. No, they had to keep them alive now. They was eating. They had to keep them alive. I think at that time, whatever body you had is just what you had. No, like, what was the bad? I, I want to see the baddest bitch. Like, if they had the beauty pageant, I want to see them. And I don't know how to look up bad bitch slave without coming into some race porn. Which <laughs> is a thick bitch, like, twerking on cotton. Like, what is this? Well, I feel like as as a person here who has let themselves go one or two times and still looked kind of like great, I feel like I know what I would look like as a slave because that's exercise. Doing that labor every day is part of I'm sure they, they weren't that big, you know. It's hilarious imagining myself as a slave because I would have killed myself. Like I, I, I know I said it before, but I mean, I just, man. I would have done, and I've talked about killing myself this way, I would have done the the May on goddamn um, Secret Life of Bees, I would have put that rock on my goddamn chest and just let it do what it do. Because the moment I saw them whoop somebody, I would have been like, ooh. No, I honestly would have done it about three. Like three years old, once I'm getting a full, oh, okay, this is what we're doing here, we're enslaved. Okay, well, since I'm only about 20 pounds, I'm gonna go hop in this water and I'm gonna die. So I I'm- think I wouldn't have gotten the chance to kill myself because they would have done it for me. I think I would have had so many questions about because I'm an inquisitive person. I'd be like, wait, okay, so why, what, run it back for me again, start over. So I was in Africa and and then what happened after that? So, okay, you're going to beat me. Okay, so me being smaller than you, who was a grown man, able-bodied on this horse, I have to pick 500 pounds of this cotton and you do nothing. Okay. Okay. Bet, 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 bet. And okay. to be clear, after um, you whoop my ass, you want me to praise Jesus? White Jesus? And you're only going to show me the parts of this book that you want me to see. Okay, so I can't read it. Okay, you could okay. not have convinced me of Jesus in slavery. Now, I my heart belongs to the Lord, okay? But not as a slave, it wouldn't have. You couldn't have. I would have been like, who? Okay, so they okay, so I can't see the book myself. Can I read it? No. Oh I can't God. read anything. I can't read this. I, I can't know how to read it all. Okay. Because if they would let them slaves read and they got to that Bible, that is, it was all a lie. It was all a lie. <laughs> it was all, he's, it said he loved all his children. All. 
Everyone yeah. that one obey your mass subscription and ran that shit into the ground, and we still feeling the effects of this shit now. I'm so glad millennials leaving the church. When I tell you at the event I did on Tuesday, there was a gospel rapper who rapped the show up, which by the way, somebody should have put in the notes. Cause I was like, clap your motherfucking hands for this nigga. And he gets on stage, he was like, I'm a gospel rapper, I'm gonna give glory to God. I was like, oh my God. But when I tell you the millennial girls, as soon as he said, we about to praise Jesus, I'm talking about bitches started pulling their eyes out. They was like, we talked to Yahweh around this motherfucker. Did he say Jesus Christ? They were very upset about the Lord. Because you know what? Also, I don't like that whole, like, um, it's, it's, um, weird. That whole, <laughs> meet, I'm just saying that whole meet people where they are thing where you surprise attack people with Jesus and like clubs and bars and strip clubs and it's just like yeah i brought jesus it's like did you did you ask jesus was this okay you know what fucked me up when they said put your shots in the air and i was like i don't know and then afterwards you know what i don't like when niggas come and they they like i feel the heavy presence to minister to you mind your goddamn business I did have this lady stop me outside of a coney. She came and knocked on my window, which I was doing some fat shit, eating my coney outside of the coney in my car. And I had went inside to get my coney to make sure they made it right. right. And so I was just in there chopping it up with the people inside the coney, which is not easy to do because they're not friendly. Um, and so this old lady was in the line for the coney behind me. And then when I came and got in the car, I was eating my stuff. She knocked on my window and I'm just like, there's a very small possibility that this lady's a criminal. Like, there's no way that this Gigi is a criminal. So I'm going to roll down my window. And she just started talking about how she sensed a presence over my life. And I was going to be great. And I'm so kind. And I was going to come into some money. And she wasn't on drugs, from what I could tell. She wasn't and then, on drugs. <laughs> then she started praying over me. And I got uncomfortable but then I got immediately comfortable because I, it felt like when my grandmother prayed over me so I was just like this is a warm familiar inviting spirit you know what sure fine but I also was like how often are you doing this to people and then she she was like all right take care now and then she left I don't trust parking lot preachers and the prophets prophetess or prophetees I don't I don't even know you're talking to I don't, and you know what, Detroit is aggressive with that because when I was there last time, well, no, in Ju was that, last? that was last time. We went to the hair store before the party and they had a whole, you know, the karaoke mic you get from Amazon with the speaker on it. They was outside preaching the good word outside the grocery store. It's like, if I was going to get saved, it wouldn't be today. I'm going to get paper towels. Like, I'm mm. going to get paper towels. I'm like, I didn't come to get saved today. I'm busy. I'm about to go to work that to work that. This will be like, the first time I'm saved. This is like the, the party was called twerking tequila. So yeah, that was, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm going to go twerk. I got to go to the hair store real quick, get some stuff, some trinkets. I don't want to, I don't feel like it. That's like when I, I wanted to get preached to, I'd go to the where, where the preaching happens. Duchess has an event out here that she does where they have $5 shots of Casamigos. Like I can imagine trying to get to that. Somebody trying to save me like brother, brother, brother. Ain't no saving. Can you put, can you put that in the group where the $5 dollars <laughs> Why don't we amigos? If you could put That's that in. I said five. I'm trying to see what that'd be like. I'm trying to see how many fives I can get. Y'all, do y'all jokes of the week. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Lauren. Um, My joke of the week. God, what's happened this week? I remembered. What did I say my joke of the week was going to be, bitch? It was, oh. 
I don't remember, but I'm just going to make it brief. Actually, my joke of the week is for drug shamers. Let me tell y'all what y'all got to stop doing. Y'all got to stop hitting your line of cocaine and then calling somebody else a crackhead. I'm, I thought it was one crackhead in the house is two. You're not going to be, you know what I'm saying? Getting geeked till 10 a.m. And cast judgment on your on your fellow drug doer. Now, what we what we gonna build is a sense of community. Okay. Now, unless you're doing meth, heroin, fentanyl, shit like that, you a crackhead. But I'm talking about the fun drugs, the beans. Y'all gotta stop bean shaming. I'm not taking no goddamn beans, but let's not bean shame. Maybe bitches wanna be depressed the next day. I think that drug and alcohol shaming is really weird because it was some weird bitch, lawyer, Toya, whoever the fuck you are, you weird <laughs> hoe. She was like, and it was an out of nowhere tweet. It wasn't like it was a Twitter discussion. It was in the morning. She just woke up with this on her heart. If you feel like you got to have alcohol every day, you need to go talk to somebody about that. You shouldn't need a glass of wine every night. And I was like, how? And I tweeted her back. I said, <laughs> Kelly's mad. No, I, I, I was in real time. Like, look at Telly, man. No, I hear her back. Here's why I'm upset. Everyone knows I have a problem with alcohol, so that's fine. That's a different thing. How simple would it have been for you to just not drink and shut the fuck up about it? And you're coming on here trying to make people feel bad because it's it's certain sh- drugs. I don't understand. It's not that I think they're bad. It's just that I don't see a use for them. But I would be an asshole if I was like, if you feel like you got to do a bump of cocaine at the party, you need to go talk to somebody about that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm having a problem with it, Toya. I didn't fucking need that from you. I didn't fucking need it from you. I'm thinking double you. And between you and the gospel rapper, I'm gonna smack tonight. What the fuck are you? And then she's like calling me my name. She's like, bitch. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe you need to drink. Maybe because you, first of all, you're a lawyer, you're wildly inarticulate. You're doing a really bad job with this argument. I'd hate to be in court with you. I'd hate it. Especially you, as your client. You suck. Like, what is wrong? How dare you? Because you know what? People are addicted to all sorts of things, they're addicted to food. People have fucking eating disorders. People are addicted to sex, all kinds of shit. Okay, yeah, like if you feel like you need to take a dick six times a day, maybe you need to talk to the lady about that too. Definitely. Everybody has their fucking problems, okay? Like, what is the? I just hate judging people. Like, these are the same people doing weird, wild shit behind closed doors. You want to talk to about somebody else because they like to do a little coke or because they like to drink. Go to hell. But like, go to hell. It's like, Yes, these people are doing drugs, but it's like when you at home, you let your pet lick your balls. And so you don't get to come outside. You know niggas is doing that? They're getting hit from their pets again? Again? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What were they doing the first time? <laughs> Mel, first of all, your face of judgment. I ain't never for no animal. And I want that on the podcast on wax. I did nothing with no animals. <laughs> I, I never let me be clear with y'all let's not get it you got to be a nasty joe button broke broke down low down dirty grimy son of a bitch to be fucking around you i 
I hope that when you get to hell, they pull up a secret door in the floor and then it's more hell. Hell, hell. hell, hell. And it's just for you. I hope hell opens up a second location. It's like, damn, I didn't know this was a chain. And I hope the second one is just for you. You son of a bitch. Like McDonald's and shit, but you know the good McDonald's and the bad McDonald's. Yeah. Bad McDonald's. You know what? I just got this hilarious visual of Tally being in heaven and she's like getting a glass at the table, getting a drink and she bumps into Joe Budden. If I'm in heaven with Joe Budden, somebody ain't doing the math right. <laughs> I nowhere with Joe Budden. How he get in? How he get in? Because what was the criteria if he got in? I'm obviously in the wrong place. Jesus, this is what I'm supposed to be? I'm my friends must have made it then holy shit i'm looking for the fire exits and by fire exits obviously hell is where i'm supposed to be if joe budden is in heaven okay honestly when i get to heaven i'm gonna be like a good place and just try to like stick to the walls and not notify anybody i'm not supposed to be here like i'm really just going yeah. like she did and behave like i'm trying to learn how to be good <laughs> uh mel what's your joke of the week my joke of the week is um, people. Now I got a compliment from my coworker who I allowed to follow me on Instagram, which I haven't decided if it's a mistake or not. She cannot see my story, but she did say she appreciates how authentic I am, and I really appreciate that because a lot of people really like project onto me because I'm my fucking self. I can't be nothing but myself, and a lot of people are not themselves. They cold switch around their own damn mama, so they project onto me like. Cause they can't be they got themselves. I'm sorry that you're not comfortable all the way with who you are. You know what I'm saying? Granted, I'm you know some of my parts is whatever, but at least I can say some shit. You know I'm honest with myself and I'm very self aware. Whatever. Some people are not. So as a result, I'm very transparent. I can get on here and talk about my booty hole. I can talk about my toenails. I can talk about whatever I want to talk about because I'm comfortable with myself. You can't use me against me because it's fucking me, bitch. You know what I'm saying? You can't. So I really applaud myself and I applaud people around me who are themselves. And fuck you, if you're not yourself and you want to use that against me, I can't be nothing but myself. I can't tone down people telling me to calm down and and do less for my entire fucking life. No, I'm just not. And I really appreciate that I am myself because I'm changing lives. People really appreciate who I am. And so yesterday, for example, is a perfect example of that. This young soror, um, not from... J-O-Y, she's actually from the other sorority that I'm in. And she posted um, ma'am. TikTok with the, hmm? I said, ma'am, go on. I forgot to tell you that jokes on you is now sorority. We are getting incorporated, but it's um, J-Omicron Upsilon. And our call is Joy. Joy. So we're working on our stroll. Yes, Jay's up, hoes. But anyway, so yeah, she's an AKA. And she did the little challenge when she posts when you poses people, but she posed as her bodies and there were two line brothers. And I thought that shit was so fucking hilarious and also profound because yes, bitch, you better. Because these niggas will try to shame you. I had these two niggas confront me on two separate occasions, two separate years, about messing with each other, their line each other with their line brothers. And all I did was get head from one, and I did eventually hunch the other, but so what? But like now I'm the thought. Y'all fucking have the campus, but I'm the thought. And I remember, like, when I was younger, because at the time, the first time I got confronted, I was 19. I actually, like, felt bad about it. I was like, oh, my God, he knows. Oh, my God. I was like, fuck them niggas. Go fuck them niggas. If you want to fuck both of them, do it. These niggas will not hesitate to do it to you. Whether you have lines to the best friends or cousins, whatever. They're going to do that shit to you. 
who cares? Act just like these niggas. So I really commended her for that. And I posted it and I was I have roasted every nigga that's come to my mentions on some bullshit. And you know, the girl messaged me and thanked me for posting that and like thank you for having my back. I thought I was gonna get dragged, blah blah blah. But I was just like, that shit almost made me cry because it's like this is the shit I be talking about. Because bitches need that. I wish I had a me, you know what I'm saying? Like, because people these niggas have had a hold on us for years. They've been doing what the fuck they want and keeping us this little bitty ass, stupid ass box. And then we have the bitches that enforced it too, the pick me's and all the other shit. Fuck these niggas. Do what you want, sis. If you listen to this, do what the fuck you want. If they homies, you want both of them, do it. And every time like a woman talks about having sex with multiple men, oh, she had a train ran on her. No, she wanted to fuck them several times. If she wanted to have a train, even if she did, so the fuck what? Who gives a fuck? A lot of bitches like dreams too. A lot of women have a fantasy of a bunch of niggas dicking them down. Now, me, that's a horror story, but a lot of women are into that. I don't don't, obviously not like y'all are both doing things to me to make me have a great time. I'm not pleasuring either of y'all, but y'all pleasuring me. I, I think that with this narrative that men have like um created, it's a lot of it is projecty. Like we all know that they're projecting their own insecurities about being whores and you know, whatever onto us. I think that that girl, what you did for her, that is going to change the trajectory of how she views all of this shit. Because if you haven't hadn't said anything about that. And it was just niggas being rude and mean to her and saying disgusting things that probably would have fucked up the way that she thought about herself, even though she was brave stepping out and doing it. It probably would have fucked up the way that she thought about herself for a long time. Uh, And I told you when we were talking about it, like I had a similar situation where there were so many rumors flying around about me on my campus when I was at Alabama State that I couldn't keep them straight. I had to stand up in front of the theater, in front of the whole school and do a parody about myself, about how I fucked every nigga on campus to dead the fucking questions. And from that moment on, it's still people that like bring that up to me. And they're like, remember when you got on stage and said you fucked everybody at school? I was like, yeah, because I was hearing rumors that I let 20 alphas from the same line put dicks in my ears. So yeah. yeah. And it's like, half that shit don't be true. You take a selfie with two niggas like, oh, you know, man, fuck all them niggas. Like what? I heard it. So I, I talked to a twin and my best friend was, the same, was his twin brother. I heard a rumor, I fucked both the niggas. I said, what? Both? <laughs> I fuck both of them? Most of like, them. it's just so much ridiculous shit. And it's like college. And you honestly just have to own that shit. Own it, get in front of it, make, because people gonna try to use it. Oh, that's why you fuck Contrail and Dentrail. Like, bitch, fuck you. And if I did... And you know what? I think that that goes into what we are talking about today. Like, I think that that's like the top of what I'm looking at right now is like smashing the homies. I know we have a lot of young lady listeners. Listen, I'm almost 30. Children, smash whoever you want to smash the homies. Half the time, these niggas don't even end up staying friends. And if they do, don't miss out on your fucking soulmate or your husband or the best dick in your life because you're trying to protect this nigga feelings and you may see him at a barbecue once a year, once every three years, whatever the fuck. You don't owe these niggas shit. Just like they feel like you don't owe them shit. Fuck friends. Fuck fuck it. Who gives a fuck? Especially if you're not this person's partner, if you're not this person's wife, fuck that shit. If y'all break up, I saw this video the other day. This dude was from Detroit. He was talking about how he don't have a problem like sliding on a whole group of like girlfriends because like, bitch, if it don't work out with you, what I'm supposed to do, just be lonely? Like it might not work out with you, but it work out with your friend, bitch, it's no hard feelings. 
But what I'm supposed to do, I'm just supposed to be by myself. I'm I want somebody to be with, and that's how I feel about it. Fuck it. This bitch like and me. it's like I've been in an environment, homecoming step show 2016. I'm screaming. I had an environment. <laughs> I've been in an environment. I've been in an environment. I hunched three of those young men, and there was a there was a head. I'm sure I've kissed two or three people in the mouth who was an audience. I don't remember. But I was like, you know what? I'm uncomfortable for these two and a half hours, but then I'm gonna go, I'm gonna leave. And then I'm going to a party. It's going to be great. What they going to do? So what? I did it. I did. And I'll do it again. And I'll do, I won't because fuck y'all. Yeah. But so what? And it's like, and, and again, call a woman horse. It don't hit like it used to. It really don't. You a hoe. Okay. And watch me crumble. Well, bitch, I, I sweated that last night and then someone is like, yeah, you got to call him a smut or this or that. You are just sitting here coming, coming up with all these different ways to try to hurt a woman's feelings. You're a loser, baby. You a loser. It's okay, Stink. Fucking dweebs. Fucking dweeber McLosington. But they know it's embarrassing to have fuck with them. I say it all the time. Niggas tell other niggas that they, they got some head because they are shocked that bitches are sucking their dirty dicks. They're like, y'all won't believe what man I'm telling did. They suck my dick. I'm disgusting. Like, that's what they're really saying to all of us. And we should listen. Right. And that's why I don't like fuck with like niggas that be like on shit like that. No, for real. Because like, my thing is like, if you think so lowly of yourself that every woman you touch is covered in grime and dirt, then it's you. I don't want to be around or be with anybody that like, I want a nigga who feel about himself that every bitch I touch is blessed and filled with light and gold and butterflies. And she's going to go on and do great things because she fucked with me. I don't want no nigga that think I'm dirty because I fucked with him. Like you, you just walking around all your life thinking that you gross. That can't be right. Mm-hmm. That can't be it. Mm-hmm. I want a nigga that's like all my bitches going to be Fortune 500. They all get Netflix specials. They all become pastors. All kinds of shit. I want a nigga that's that's like yes, all my bitches move on and do well because I'm a fucking king. That's what I want. I don't want to take me to the king, dick. Now, come on. Now. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying like, you're going to be a televangelist. I hope you know that. Why, I used to lay with women. <laughs> And I, still I do used to have what they call the studs bin. I'm delivered from that. God came and he swooped me up. He said, I'm taking that homosexual spirit out. But what I had the- babies. If What's I- that song where they be like, it's a good gospel song. And they be like, deliver us from the spirit of homosexuality. And, you homosexuality. and then the beat drop. It's like, yeah. Is it break every chain? It's t- it, it, That's two. It's Ty Tribbett, um, Victory. And then it's, it's um, it is Tasha Cobbs as well, but I can't even I can't even praise no more. You killed the vibe. Cause talk about them goddamn child molesters and the goddamn pews. Yes. I can't even go to the bathroom because Mr. Lamont is looking at my booty hole. Let's talk about it. It was a lot of old creepy niggas at the church, and let's talk about turn to your neighbor and give him a hug. Yeah, neighbor. Mm-hmm. I used to be in church like, do not touch me. Just like straight up. <laughs> I don't care what Pastor Lee told you to do. I'm telling you, don't touch me. Okay? We're done here. You wrap it up. What else are we talking about, y'all? Okay, well, we're segueing from um, that's my joke of the week into just talking about having males as platonic friends and also on um, a more fun 
no smashing the homies i think we already kind of touched on that a little bit but um yeah i have the best platonic male friend in the whole wide world i'm huh y'all do I'm so excited and proud to be friends with this person. Um, I met Rodney bonding over a Hungry Howie's pizza. We were in a theater and I had a pizza and I heard him say he was hungry. And I was like, nigga, do you want some pizza? He was like, yes. And we've been friends ever since. And it really is one of those things that you don't think exists until it does. And people tell you your whole life, like men and women can't be friends. It's absolutely not fucking true. This is my best friend going on. 10 years this fall and I am just so so happy and so so blessed and that's just really all I want to say he's not weird he does not try to fuck on me he doesn't tell people behind my back that he's trying to fuck on me uh he's mean sometimes that's just his personality it's not because he's a man it's with ladies um yeah and it's just really a good time and that's just where I'm at with it so I'm 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 satisfied you've said so many nice about a man he's yeah i'm like whoa we're about to lose listeners for those turn into a velociraptor tomorrow because but he's my best friend i can say that song he thinks he's singing the theme song for those that was about to leave hold on come back come back it's rodney nobody leave this is really one of the only men besides my little brother and he's starting to become you know he's he's on the way he's one of the only men that i say kind things about and rodney can be an asshole i'm not saying that that's not true but the 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 friendship is quite astounding i will say that that's great i have a male best friend as well mouth is great we bonded over um we've always been friends like 10 we're on 10 years this year too because all the Atlanta kids coming in to fam you are here had like a little um, Facebook group and we'd be on Uvu and it was all great. And then there was just things that happened and we got cooler. I think I really, really, really close. It was just a whole scandal um, junior year. That was fun. Not the scandal I always tell y'all about, but it was just like a whole love octagon that I was in. And he helped me through that. It was very ghetto. That's when we really was like, you my nigga, bro. And the rest is history, you know? And I do have the, again, I mentioned that this is the twin I was talking about earlier. I have the insurance policy that, you know, I'm not hunching him because I used to date his twin. So Does that's that like. But if you wanted to hunch him and it was consensual, then nobody should shame you for it. I would say, I don't know, man, because there was these twins at Savannah State. One of them's name was twin. I don't know the other one's actual name, maybe Gerald or something, or maybe they're, that was the twin's name. So the internet has bullied uh, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis into bathing their children. And it's really, really funny. Wow. Bullying works. Bullying works. And, you know, and it should because watch them children's ass. Okay, so what happened with the twins, Lauren? Okay, so it was two twins. I met him playing spades. I know we were talking about platonic niggas, but now we're talking about smashing family members. Um, and these niggas look exactly the same. So I had nothing to go based off of uh, the timing I met them. So I met the first one and and um he was cool we played spades we were really natural together that's something sexy about when you sit down with a nigga for the first time y'all just dragging everybody you know not a flute game but just whooping niggas asses so we um exchanged and he was my next door neighbor in the um in the commons in savannah state so we dealt with each other um i ended up leaving school after becoming pregnant not with his baby um or no I was joining the military. I was leaving. I don't remember. I just left. So when I got back to 
um, Atlanta, I happened to run into his brother and I met his brother because he was a police officer who let me out of a ticket and I confused him for the first one. He's like, no, that's my brother. So then I was like, well, hold on now. Do they have matching cock? And so they don't. Don't. Wait now, hold on, Lauren. There what are happened? They don't have matching dicks. So you saw both penises? Yes. Yeah, I, I okay. got not both pieces, you know what I'm saying? I'm we triplets now. Yeah, you collected you a little set. I got two sets. Shut you got the box set. I got, got the complete. Remember when they used to put like toys in the McDonald's bag and you get the same in a row? You just get both of them like the same kind. Remember they was giving out the watches at Burger King? You got two Homer Simpsons. Or like when they had the Treasure Planet, you had to get all the pieces to make the whole globe. Oh, that was fun. My mom was like, "You're not getting that much goddamn McDonald's now. Hold on." But um, okay, now Lauren, that so, so if they're identical twins, they don't have the same dick. How do? So this, this is how it went. So the um, and I'm not I'm not gonna say the name because I don't know they they support. He seemed to be pretty cool. But um, so the one that I had the natural energy with playing spades, he was and for our male listeners, he was girthy, which is the most important part. I know some of y'all keep measuring your dick the long way. Run that ruler side to side. But um yeah, so he was giving girth and he was giving um good length. I would say medium length. His twin had a pencil dick. Hmm. Took all that cock meat in the womb for himself. What a greedy bastard. <laughs> it sounded like the first twin had his priorities in order when they were developing that. He said, I'm coming out first and I'm taking this dick. Well, his lung probably wasn't even all the way developed, but he's like, I'm gonna get this meat together. He got like a skinnier chest. He's not as built as the other one. Like, I think he got the muscle mass. The other one with the the pencil got the muscle mass. Also, I don't know if this has anything to do with anything. It just while I'm talking about dicks, I remember this thing when I knew anything about them. Tall people are either long and skinny or got the meats. I've never seen tall with a shorty. What's that, science? What is that? Well, okay. So, I have had one situation where I did not even have sex with this person. This is how bad it was. I was in school. Um, Shout out to this guy. I feel like he listens to the podcast, but you shouldn't have told me this. So, here we are. Um, We were in the twin bed, the twin XL bed in the dorms. Uh, Things were getting hot and heavy. Um, And he was like, I've got something to tell you. And I was like, what's up? And he was like, I got a little dick. And I started laughing because obviously this is a joke and an inappropriate time for you to bring this up if you're serious. Um, And he was like, no, no, it's small. So it got very medical, very fast. Like I put my clothes back on, I put my shirt back on. I was like, well, let me see it. Like a parent, like you tell your parent, you got something on your your genitals and they're like, well, let me look at it. That was the littlest dick I ever seen in my life on somebody over six foot four. Now, okay, when we say we get medical, did he, was he in an accident? Was... He wasn't in an accident. I got medical about it. I got medical about it like I was his doctor. Like, once he was like, I'm serious, my dick is little, and I realized he wasn't joking. Like, I got fully dressed and was like, you let me see this with my eyes. Put it, put it on my fingertip. Like a little... And when he, when he pulled it out, it was like a, um, you know, prairie dogs just stick their head out, and then they pop back in. It was like a prairie dog, but if prairie lived in like grass, those are the pubes. I what do y'all know the ethnicity of the biggest dick you ever saw? Yeah, black. My I mean, mom was from Nigeria. 
it was from Nigeria. That might have been the first Nigerian dick. I don't know, but that dick was passed down from Nigerian to Nigerian to Nigerian, and it landed on the. <laughs> He went to a, a Nigerian nigga in the Marine Corps. I had to break up with him when I saw it. I was like, whoa, player. Whoa, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Where you putting that? I'm not even about to like, he was like, give me some head. Like, why do you, why do you think you get head like everybody else? This is some kind of freak show shit. I don't want to hear Sam talk about big dicks because I already know this is going. I don't want to hear anything about I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything, Melanie. Um <laughs> Uh, woo. yuck, yuck to you. I'm, I'm sitting pretty. Okay. It's, I just, I just want you to know that God hears all of this and on, on judgment day. I call God's name while I'm on it. So I know he heard it. <sighs> okay. So Tally knows someone that I also know who she says is this big monster or whatever. And it just makes me uncomfortable because I would like to not know that. You tell me things I don't want to know all the time, so. Okay, but this is different. It is not. It literally isn't. I know platonic friends, you're not supposed to see their meats, but I definitely have, like, one of my male friends, we've never done anything. I'm talking about, we haven't even, I didn't even twerk on him. If he ever, like, if I was dancing where he was like, let me get to twerk, I'd be like, bitch, you can fucking move, it's weird. But he did send me a dick photo, but it wasn't like, I want you to see my dick. It was like, he was really shy about saying to this girl he's very like he's very I don't know if he even take his shirt off when he showered I really don't know like it's not like a body shame he's just really like reserved or whatever so he was like does this look stupid and he had to tell him I was like sneak you got the meats congratulations (laughs) I'm so proud of you I was worried though when he was sending me I was like oh my god it's gonna be the smallest thing I gonna have to amp my friend up I was shocked Sure. ever need that kind of closeness with Rodney. I'm good. Honestly, I'm you know, I've seen I've seen two of my platonic male friends' penises and three. And they were all large and they were all something that I did not need to see. Um, two of which were on, like we went on a trip and we was playing Truth or Dare and we was like, oh, we dare to get in the shower with your clothes on or like in your boxes. He was like, bet. And we were like, why is he so nonchalant about this? He gets in the shower, he turns around, we're all like, ah! It was ridiculous. And I was like, now I can't look at my friend anymore because now it's just like ass, titties, ass and titties. Like, it's just really uncomfortable for me. And then like on the same trip, we was like, oh, I dare you to pull your dick out to a separate friend. And then he did. And I'm just like, ah! And it's just, I would just like to not know that you have the meats. Do you guys have a platonic, a platonic friend that for a split second you thought she was about to unfriend zone? I had a platonic friend try to unfriend zone me, which was very uncomfortable. And that was the last time that I saw, well, he actually left a gun in my house, which is very scary. Okay. Uh, but, huh? My type? Uh, well, if you can find him, uh, he's, he's around somewhere. But I uh, know, I just, when I say platonic, whether, and that's whether it's ladies or gentlemen, I, I try Ladies, it's harder because there's a lot of erotic elasticity in friendships. They've done studies on it. But with gentlemen, I definitely mean like this is going nowhere. Yes. There's no PMV situation that I try not to be friends with guys who are being my friend to try to fuck me later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like with most of my friends, I feel like male friends, mine is like a smooth three, have either 
tried to talk to me, have liked me, whatever, at some point in time. Like, because niggas. Because niggas. And I just feel like that's pretty trash. But, like, my closest male friends have not, though, which is great. One of my biggest problems, though, with male friends sometimes, and I fortunately have been blessed in the ones that I'm dealing with, and I think it's a requirement when you have them, when they do certain things and they handle themselves certain ways, I got to be the bitch to be like, oh, excuse me, sir, sir, Uh-uh. absolutely unacceptable. I don't like the yep. way it's being handled. I don't like the way it's being done. Like, even recently, I know this um, young man who I'm, I would say pretty cool with, and there's a, there's, um, he has, I would say, I believe he has a, let's say 12 kids. I don't know. Um, and he's started recently dating my friend, super cool dude, whatever. Um, but the problem is like, and I don't, I don't really know how to place this. This is taking a messy route, but these niggas be messy. And that's why I have a male friend. Sometimes he's very stressful. It's like when he's around, um, you know, this girl, I know my friend it's all I love. I want to be with this girl. I really like her. It's my bitch. And then when he's not around her, it's like that bitch all on my dick. She pressing me. And it's like, it's giving very sixth grade. That's messy and mean. It's messy. It's mean. And it's like, sometimes these niggas is mean girls too. Mm. It's very like, um, I hate when my male friends, and I hate when my male friends be in drama anyway, because you a grown ass man. But um, when it's with another person that I'm friends with, which is why a lot of people don't want their friends to date because of that, that they don't want to be right there smack dab in the middle. Correct. I will be candid with y'all, with my friends, especially with my male friends. Y'all gotta remember, they're still trash. Um, I don't want to know shit. I don't want to hear shit. I am your friend, so y'all are gonna confide in me. I'm not gonna be messy and tell each other anything because I don't want to know. If you get to tell me something, I would have to share. I'm be like, oh baby, I don't want to know. But like, it does get messy sometimes because I'm not one of them women that like, oh, this is my homeboy. And so just fuck everything I ever said about women. And this nigga can just do what the fuck he want to do because this is my nigga. Like, I don't. That's I, what bitches be on though. Every bitch is a feminist yeah. until, until your brother. Until it's your brother, which is weird. Until it's your brother and he's disgusting. He's an abuser. He keeps getting people pregnant. He's a cheater. He's a liar. He's all kinds of weird shit. Now, all of a sudden, the feminism don't matter. Is it Uchiwali or is it one mic? And honestly, being friends with men is being an enabler. Being, you know, if your fave is a man, you're an enabler. It's just like, because it's like, it was a situation where like someone who we all knew was like, oh, this person's awful. It's just like, damn, that's my dog. But it's like, I knew he was awful because he's a nigga, but he's also awful. It's just like, I'm not, it's like, eh. but yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just saying being friends with men is just like, it's a setup. And I've had to honestly I used to be like, oh, I'm with the dudes. I'm one of the guys. Ah, we're sitting on couches. Ah, we're drinking Hennessy. But when I realized them niggas don't be your friends too, though. Like you have to really, when it comes to male friends, you have to really weed them niggas out. Because yeah. I haven't actually haven't talked about this. Like it's just, it was a situation last year when I was like, these niggas aren't my friends. But between seeing how niggas react to the Tory Lanez and the R. Kelly's and the, and the Bill Cosby's mm. and the rape mm. and this thing, that is a tree shaking in, in its own. And then you think about like personal stuff. Like I had a friend who can honestly kiss my ass at this point, but it's just like, it was something as simple as we're in a group chat. You post a meme of me that I don't like. And I've said several times that I don't like it. Why am I repeating myself? I don't like it. And if, if, if you fuck me, like you say you do, oh, you said you don't like it. You know, my bad boss. But if you're doubling down on it, fuck you. And then it was just like pick me's in the group. Like, oh, I don't see the big deal. Male tripping, blah, blah, blah. Y'all can all like choke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
simple stuff like that and then who I had other males in the group when it was just like oh you know play as fuck up to mm-hmm. this nigga I'm your friend you ain't never check on me ain't nobody text me personally ain't nobody do nothing but y'all check making sure like oh bro you is cool bro like play as fuck up it's, it's not that big of a deal and it's just like these niggas not my friends so honestly them niggas have not heard from me I tried to be like oh let me let it go I'm gonna join the group again but it's just like I don't feel comfortable y'all niggas y'all niggas is not my friends so I can't, you know what I'm saying? I can't fuck with it. You're not going to disrespect me, dog. You just not. And you're not going to try to make a kiki. You're not going to make a moment. I feel like people try to like create moments because it's Absolutely. male. Oh, male viral, male famous, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to make her a joke. You're not doing that shit to me. So you really have to like, honestly, it's just so disheartening like to go so hard for women or like whatever. And, and or go for hard for like niggas as your friends. And you see them like, oh shit, Tory Lane still canceled. Cause exactly. it's a pop. Nigga, fuck you. And, and I think that that's why I don't have, I mean, honestly, I've had two great male friends my whole life, right? One of which was the one who tried to fuck me and left a gun in my house. I think that a lot of times men don't want to be in friendships, whether they're with women or men, where they're held accountable. Uh, like, I, I, I have to, Rodney and I have to hold each other accountable all the time. That is a big part of our friendship is holding the other one accountable. Most of, first of all, most of the time men who are your friends or your homeboys or your brothers or whatever, they want you around either because you pop in or because you pretty and they want to try to fuck you later or you being around brings around other pretty girls and makes other pretty girls comfortable. So a lot of times these niggas are not even your friends. They're just using you as a conduit to something that means something to them or that is valuable to them. That's number one. So these niggas need groupies fucking too. Yep. And number two, like to you bitches out there, I I am willing to beat somebody's ass if it's something happening between me and a man and you start dick sucking trying to be on the man's side. That shit is so weird. That I shit is so this. gross. And honestly, like whatever conflict between me and this nigga probably wasn't even that serious, but it's about to get extra courtroom serious between me and you. Like I'm on your ass now because are you on fucking crack? It's between me and this nigga and you open your mouth to defend a man and I was on the other side of it? You can- the other thing is, it's going to be you next. He don't give a fuck about bitches. That he part. He respect you next. That He's part. going to disrespect. He does not respect women in general. He doesn't respect any boundaries or friendships. You're getting, he was just calling you all kinds of hoes and bitches and whatever. 20 seconds ago. Here, he, all the bitches that he's talking about now, he was just called them sis and bestie a couple weeks ago. And that's what y'all, that's what bitches really have to, to move away from. Like y'all can not, everything that makes you laugh, every charismatic nigga you meet that's seemingly cool is not your dog. You don't need to be down to ride. Let's dismantle down to ride, ride or die bitches anyway. That shit is dumb. Like these niggas will, will literally give you like this, like very manipulative like now you feel like you're special and you you almost like an animal bitch like you i gotta protect the fellas ass bitch like what is wrong with you listen to yourself oh you a real one don't call me no goddamn real one the day that a man calls you a real one a ride or die any version of that you are a dummy bitch sis like anytime that a man i have been friends with rodney for 10 years and he has never been like yeah, you a real one. Because that's a sign that I'm doing something wrong if a man feels that way about me. If a man feels like I'm a real one, I have stepped in the shit and it's starting to stink, okay? That's not a good sign. It's well, not. Up now. Yeah, it's literally that, like, 
Oh, you a keeper? No, I'm not. And the, even the little shit, like, oh, nah, sis, you not like the rest of these hoes. And bitches start to feel like they get a sense of like they're special and they're superior. And that's the most dangerous thing you could do because that is a literal. It, it's it's divisive. You you feel superior because he separated you from the group. And you know how they kill animals, bitch. They separate them from the group and <laughs> slaughter them hoes. I they tell niggas. Go ahead. No, I'm saying I tell niggas all the time whenever they try to pull that shit on me, I am an amalgamation of every woman I've ever met and respected. I am exactly like all of these bitches. I am no different from any other woman that you've come across. I'm the same. I am it. I am whatever I have decided was positive and moving me forward in life. I'm like the rest of these bitches and I hate you too. I hate niggas. I'm not different. I'm the same. I'm not. I'm, I mean... I'm just a different model, bitch. You know how they have like Barbies with different outfits and shit, bitch. I'm just <laughs> this model. I just have, you know, it's just super exhausting. It's just like, especially when women do it, it's like this, these niggas not your friend. I've been friends with this nigga longer than you have. And he did me like this. Hello? Like, so what are we talking about? I'm gonna have a moment of transparency with y'all. I did just order the pretzel bacon pub cheeseburger combo from Wendy's. Um, I did not know. <laughs> I did not know they had a burger that was made out of pretzels. I bet that shit's gonna be good too. You know what, baby? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. You got goals to reach. I'm trying to get thick. I'm like, is it too late? And I don't even know what they got a beer cheese and a monster cheese on this bitch. Like, what do that even fucking mean, Lauren? I don't beer know. Beer cheese is delicious. I don't know what Wendy's beer cheese will taste like, but beer cheese is good. You know what I love? We care so little about niggas that y'all chime right in on this pretzel burger. Y'all was like, it's a pretzel? That I mean, astounding. That shit sounds great. And if I wasn't on the journey that I'm on right now, I also want to tell y'all, since we're talking about more important things, yeah, literally the only thing that I had to do to start dropping weight is drink less. Oh. The weight started falling off. That's falling a, off of my body. Huh? I wonder what my thing is. Like, all you got to do, bitches. X, I y, mean, also, I've stopped eating bread and potatoes for real. The only bread I have during the day is like a 100-calorie English muffin for breakfast. But, what? huh? Not doing that. No, Mel, let me tell you, bitch, for real. Like, I don't know if you're a breakfast eater, but I have to have a meal in the morning. I do the 100-calorie English muffin with a little butter on it. I toast it. I put some turkey on it that I cooked on the stove, lettuce, tomato, onion, salt, and pepper, little fat-free cream cheese. That shit smack. Now, I am going to Trader Joe's on um, Friday because I'll be getting paid, and I would like to buy things. So if you guys have any suggestions on what to purchase from the Joe's Trader, let a bitch know. They got them chips that taste like a burger. It's like four different chips in the bag. And when you eat a handful of them, it tastes like a real burger. Oh, no, yeah. I need you to put that in the group. We talking about shit to go in the group. Okay, I got you. Hold on. Yeah, because that sounds like something everybody needs to know about. You're telling me it's chips that I can get a sandwich? Yep. It's delicious. Um, but yeah, I just had to divest from male friends and just, you know, keep everybody at arm's reach. And then, like, I'm tired of, like, going to kickbacks and niggas want to just have, like, I'm a shitty person debate. I'm not finna argue with you why T.I. is a bad person. He needs to be in jail. Yo, oh, and where's the, why are niggas struggling with the baby? Like, why are niggas still coming forward asking us to, like, did we not decide there's no more bop in it? There's no more bop. We've had enough. 
And, and I don't want to talk about this bitch ass nigga no more because honestly, the only reason y'all start bigging these hoes up is because they start abusing or terrorizing black women. These are not people, these are either people that you weren't going that hard for or people that you were dwindling down from. And all of a sudden they start fucking with black women, beating on black women, raping black women, antagonizing black women. Now it's your favorite fucking artist, you hoe ass dick riding nigga. Oh. You wasn't even thinking about this person, but now that you want to be on the wrong side of history, now the baby is your favorite artist when a couple of months ago you was mad because people were saying the baby was sexy. You had an attitude. Now he's sexy to you because he's a fucking weirdo. Fucking honestly, like I really like with the baby, I really can't even understand this commitment to still calling him sexy because we decided a long time ago he just had a nice mouth and teeth. Correct. What the streets call dick sucking lips. Now I don't know. I know you don't want to hear that. <laughs> I know that make him mad. I'm not shaking so, the table. We have not fully figured out who was sucking the dick in the parking lot because did he make noise when he asked? Because he, he didn't make no noise. Do you know how weird it would be for us to have been at our live show and got on the mic in front of them people and said, if you wasn't sucking dick in them parallel parking spaces outside, make some noise. Do you know how strange that would have been? And also, our audience probably was sucking dick in the parking lot and because that's the kind of bitches that we entertain. Yeah. True that's that. how the fuck we do shit. And you know, I love that for us. I love that for us. Um, well, yeah, we can go ahead and wrap up. Honestly, if you have male friends, just on put them niggas to the test. See what they post and what are they reposting on their story? Are they anti-vaxxers? Are they breathing fucking microbes into your face? Just honestly check off the list. I mean, the bitches too, obviously. Oh, and I want to say this also, and I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not trying to be shady, but some of you bitches be in friendships with these niggas because you can't fuck them. A lot of times y'all be these bitches. A, a lot of, no, just in general, a lot of times you bitches be friends with these niggas because you're not interesting enough in, you don't think you're interesting enough to pull them. You're mm. not the type of bitch they want to be with. So you mm. resign and reduce yourself to being their friend mm. that is always going to bat for them, hoping one day they feel low enough to give your ass some dick. And it's not happening. Talk about it. Let's talk about it. And then you terrorize every bitch they bring around because you can't pull them yourself, bitch. Because you're weird. He don't want you to think. You ain't that into your goddamn male friends. You latch on to them. You want them. And guess what? He don't want you to think. He that was mean. I shouldn't have said it like that, but I'm right. But it's true. No, it it's, is true. I, I know a girl who used to, it was the finest nigga in school, and she made him her best friend. You love him. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go talk to him. I'm going to get his BBM pen, and we going to BBM. Because I and because the nigga's fine, and you in love with him. And you know all, all his business. Yeah, but you sitting there, you putting a, a, his name with a heart in it. You love him. And she did oh. it in- my brother i'll do anything for my brother if you want to date my brother you gonna have to go through me the last one didn't last you're a psychopath if i have to go through you to get through your brother and mind you i'm not going to put up with any resistance i'm talking about if i have to go through a turnstile to get to your brother he's not my type (laughs) he's just not my type too much work bye (laughs) i like my niggas calm my go through through me. I don't even feel like that about my real brother or any of my male family members. I literally don't care. You know what's crazy? And I'm sorry to circle back to this. They have a chicken sandwich on that same pretzel bun. And that... Order both. It's too late. I'm about to go tomorrow. 
Listen, I'm very excited about this. Is this for my fries? Put sea salt. If you eat one every day, you may be as sick as me, friend. And I might lose my leg. And you know how stupid I would be as a skinny diabetic with no fucking leg? They're like, what's your skinny ass problem? And now I'll never get thick because my ass stops at my ass. That is... (laughs) No... One time I was eating so bad that I felt my toe tingle. And I was like, bitch, what if you get gout? I was like, what happens? What happens with your thick ass if your shit is cut off at the kneecap? Now you got this thick, fat stump that you can never get rid of because you can't exercise. Bitch, you got gout. My toe started tingling. I ate salad for three weeks. I was like, I am over this meat shit. I don't need any more bread or butter. I'm finished. <laughs> it would be to sit up in your house and get out too. Like during COVID, I know some people probably did get sick. They were sitting in there eating chips. But you know how embarrassing that is? Baby, we had a taco week. I put Alfredo on a taco, okay? <laughs> I made a steak Alfredo taco in this home. I know. Nothing they could do about it. No, it was so good. It was really good. She's so proud of it. No, I, I took the pasta because you couldn't make really put noodles on a taco. I cut it up in little pieces and I flash fried the pasta. Oh shit, it's good. Mm. These people listening to this podcast are like, these bitches are hungry. And you know what? The answer is yes. It's midnight. We shouldn't still be awake. I've I'm stayed up so late that I've started craving breakfast because I've normally been asleep for three hours at this point. So now I'm hungry. I'm going to have to have some cereals. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited about going to Trader Joe's. So you guys should be excited. The chips are in the group chat. Oh, okay. I saw them. I'm looking at the bad boys right now. We're going to wrap up. Um, y'all live tweet, do the things. The next show, y'all better come. The show is fun. Y'all missed out. So Shout out to everybody who came. We love y'all so much. Y'all show so much love. Post the pictures because I haven't gotten tagged in anything after the actual show. So they, I think they're waiting on us. And that shows our fans have class. They respect us. Yeah, we need to make a link for them to go get the pictures too. So yeah, it's yeah. lit. If well, when to- I get the picture, when Chrissy gets the pictures, and ladies, stay on. Don't hang up when we end. Uh, but when I get the pictures, then um, y'all will have them as well, obviously. Also, shout out to all y'all that came. They knew so much shit from old episodes. Like, they were like, oh, no, bitch, we remember all this. And I was like, oh, wow. Y'all- shout out to um, Michaela with her amazing, messy-ass story. That was such a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, y'all were great. Honestly, y'all are amazing. Shout out to everybody. I can't remember everybody's name. Shout out to the fans who I did not personally know. People like, oh, I found y'all on Spotify. Shout out to her. Oh, and shout out to Chrissy. Shout out to Chrissy. Shout out to Crystal. Shout out to, um, huh? Cece. Shout out to Cece. Um, Brandon helping shit at at the end. Um, what was the baby name? Brianna at the end who helped us pack shit up. Shout Mm -hmm. out. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are great. Oh, shout out to John from Comedy Hype. Shout out, John. Definitely saved the day. Definitely was giving hustling fall because that's one of the funniest moments of my fucking life with me asking for the things that we needed that day. But it happened. God damn it. We got what we needed. Um, Yeah. So those are all of our shout outs. If we forgot you, sorry. Um, Shout out to my sister for helping with things. Shout out to Rita. Shout out to Rita. Yes. Shout out to Dez. Dez came to the show an hour early and helped um, get everything together. So shout out to her. She helped with mics. Desiree knows everything, in case y'all didn't know. She knows everything. So thank you for that. Um, we really did that shit, got out the mud. Uh, we, everything that could go wrong went wrong last week, but we've still made it happen. 
and I'm just really proud of us. I'm still tired from that shit. My hair has not been washed since. That's why it's sitting on top of my head like so. Um, but we're fucking amazing. The next one's gonna be even bigger. We're gonna have it at the Fox Theater. And oh Beyonce. my god, Beyonce's gonna be there. She's coming. She's gonna participate in our twerk contest, and then we're gonna stack our butts at the end. I'm not stacking my butt. Yes, I'm not doing are. it. Well, tell no, you to stack, you just gotta sit down. Lauren, go to hell, and I don't talk to you like that. I don't talk to you like that, but you, you can go to hell. Okay, nobody expect me to go to hell. I don't like that. What'd you say? I said you have no problem talking to me like that. What if in hell your butts are stacked the whole time? All your Callie's personal hell. I think my personal, my personal hell would be. I would be in hell watching Coy Leroy or Coy Leroy, whatever her name is, perform. And then Joe Budden did a podcast after. And it was just on a loop. That would be my hell. My my personal hell would be like, so the Zetas and Sigmas have like a weekend. I think it's like Blue Weekend or some shit like that. And that would be my personal hell. Like I would just be Zetas and Sigmas everywhere. And I just wake up crying every morning. I mean, every night. That's my personal, personal hell. You think you get to go to sleep in hell? Because when what I've read about hell is just like constant like lashing and pitchforks up the ass and all kinds of craziness. Do you get like a nap? Like, do you just, are you woken up for the terror or is it just constant because it's eternal life? You know, that's a good question. Um, I guess it's just, but I would imagine that the, the, the tormentors, the demons, I don't know, don't they get tired? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how it works. I plan to not be there. So I will be singing gospel with the gold paved streets with my my dead relatives and ancestors and Harriet Tubman. So some of my ancestors ain't up there. Yes. No, quite a few, especially that daddy side. A lot of them are not up there. What if we Uh, our ancestors, like if we like historically went back and we were like the three ancestors of the ratchet slaves? I I know I don't know I know that the slave part of my family in Mississippi was really not to be fucked around with just based on the <laughs> history of the town. So like that part, like my my peacock side of the family, like I know that they're not to be fucked with. Like even in terms of like how land is distributed in that town now, like and who owns what and how it got that way, it's a whole thing. So I don't know what type of slaves they were, but I know towards the end of it, they wasn't really fucking around. Um, but y'all about y'all niggas, but we got our 40 acres. <laughs> no, seriously. We got no, it. it might be in Mississippi, but the land is good. The land is good yeah, and it's all there. And the land is fruit fish. You said what? Mississippi got some motherfucking crawfish. Niggas swear they have seafood. Go to Mississippi. Go to get your shit together. First of all, let me explain something to you. It's a fish in Mississippi called crappie. Okay. And it comes from the lake. It comes from Grenada Lake. And it's like a cat fish fucking salmon hybrid is so motherfucking delicious and juicy oh my god that's why i'm mad i didn't go to mississippi because i didn't get no fish hey, y'all, and really with a hundred dollars in mississippi you would have ate good for like i don't buy no goddamn food in mississippi they choke them chickens in the backyard and bring them in the house i'm not buying i'm not buying no food let's see how the see now y'all really got me fucked up because this is supposed to be a free weekend and it's not I just, that's I- how i feel I Go can't ahead, meet my dinner, bro. I can't meet my dinner. You I have need to know your dinner because you might be like this. This shit I'm about to get from Wendy's. This cow had three butts, and I hope I'm eating the center. <laughs> butt. 
<laughs> about it. I'm gonna smack that. And you know what? I don't plan to have any more kids. So I don't have to worry about my kids coming out with three butts. I'm good to go. I got two kids, one butt each. We're locked in. <laughs> I have watched my grandmother catch fish and then put the one I wanted in a separate cooler. I've met my dinner before. I've been like, that's my fish. And my mom also told me to pick one out for her. So I'm going to reach in here and grab it. I've met chickens. I've ate. I've brushed cows that I was going to eat later. Fuck it. Oh my God. I have to tell y'all conspiracy. Oh, uh, it's about red lobster. So I found out recently from somebody, you know, how they have the lobster. They used to have the lobsters in the tank. You could pick one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, bitch. They would take your lobster back there give you one of the already killed out the fridge lobsters and return said lobster to cage. That makes sense because you know what? That's really wild that you want to pick your lobster out and then you outsource that pain (laughs) to me, the red lobster employee and the chef, bitch, we got already dead ones back here. Why does it matter to you? This is very odd that you would. It's like you, you don't even feel how tangible this pain is. And we only got six lobsters. We opened if I, if I had a red lobster, what you're going to do is, is you're going to get this lobster out the tank and you're going to put it in a fucking pot yourself. That's what you're going to do. Since you want to pick out your fucking lobster, <laughs> you kill it. And don't red lobster employees have long sleeves? It's just not conducive. And I don't know if y'all know about lobsters and crabs when they're alive. I don't know if you've seen that part, but they actively try not to die. Like, I want y'all to know that they don't just go in the pot. They're hanging on the side of the pot. They're moving their legs around. They're trying to crawl out. It is very not fun to watch a crab or a lobster die. So just think about that when you're trying to get red lobster people and the people at the Publix. No, I had a crawfish cuss me the fuck out. I heard him. He's like, bitch. (laughs) Bitch, I'm like, I don't even eat crawfish. I'm I'm not going to do this. And it's like, you know what? Now I'm going to eat me a crawfish and I hope it's you. I should have put a little tag on them. I got attacked by the vegans on Twitter because some girl was like, I don't understand why they would make vegetarian products. They need to just go ahead and make them all the way vegan. And I'm like, some people like cheese. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't understand like what's wrong with you. Like, why would you even do that? And I was like, some people have dietary needs that are supplemented by, and I didn't say people need dairy but some people have dietary needs that are supplemented by dairy and all the vegans was like so you need to eat the secretions from a cow i was like whoa i had to just mute the whole tweet first of all don't ever tweet me secret <laughs> let's just go ahead and drop <laughs> right there I'm <laughs> don't I'm even put that in my mentions you do not need to tweet me secretions you need to find another word because that's nasty and especially about us not not none of us something i'm about to eat and yes maybe a cheese is a secretion but y'all are swallowing cum Period. I'm doing that too, but I'm not judging anybody.